Your mornings just got better with friends right by your side. God has graced you with another day. You are fierce. You are valuable. And it's going to be a great day. You guys, everybody join the family every morning with Darlene and Hudson. Spread the love and stay blessed. You ready? Yep. Here we go. It's Darlene and Hudson in the morning. Producer Bailey, you have been married for almost a year now. I know. It's crazy. When's the date coming up? Um, April. Oh, yeah. So you're yeah. married. So it's close. So. But you and Cal get ready, man. This parenting is not for the faint of heart. That's <laughs> a fact. Hmm. I've always approached it, I don't know, in a different way. Like, yeah. I, I found myself recently, um, I feel like I'm always, like, having dad moments. And, mm-hmm. and what I mean by that is, like, a teachable moment, like, Hey, if you do this, this could happen and this could happen. And mm. I feel like I've been real heavy on that. Like, hey, if you tie this up, that could break and that could hit you in the head. Yeah. And knock out your tooth. And because mm-hmm. your protector, your provider. Mm-hmm. And there's got to be balance in there somewhere. And I went, you know, I think the Holy Spirit really convicted me. And he's like, hey, listen, they need to know that dad is is you. Like, mm-hmm. they need to know dad, who is John Hudson, mm-hmm. is a crazy motorcycle riding, rock climbing, mountaineering, yeah. fun loving, let's go swimming in the river. And probably guy. sometimes when you make it a teachable moment, sometimes, not all the time, they already know what you're saying. Yeah. So you're just kind of reiterating it and they're like, oh, okay, dad. Like, Yeah. And I, I don't want to be that. I don't want to be like, yeah. oh, oh, it's dad's advice again. <laughs> I want them to be like, hey, dad, let's space. go. Let's rent a Jeep for the weekend and go Jeeping. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And I don't know what the balance is in there. It's hard for me. It is a hard balance. And I think every lady knows this too from her husband. You probably see this with Kyle. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times you guys just want to talk and we're Mr. Fix It. And yeah. you're like, would well, you not f- try to fix this and that just listen? That is so true. Like, you just want to, you just want to share how you're feeling sometimes. Yeah, well, that's a good reset. It's a good reminder. Mm. See, so you did. You, you're my therapist today. Thank you. So much. <laughs> you're welcome. I'm very qualified. <laughs> yes, you, you are more than you know. Hey, mamas and daddies, you're doing a good job. Have those moments. Teach them, but let them see who you are too. And listen, this is where our knees get callous because we are on the ground praying nonstop mm. for them, right? Amen. And it's a beautiful story. If you don't like the chapter you're reading right now, you know what? When you turn the page, it gets better. It does. It gets better. Amen. And girl, we're going to talk about getting better right now yes. with Bexley the dog. Our friend Miranda is on the phone with us right now. Miranda lives in Denton. <laughs> and something very fun is happening with her pet. We are so excited to talk to you. Oh, well, I'm excited to talk to y'all, too. <laughs> so Bailey read this message. You got to walk us through the whole thing. She goes, you're not going to believe this. Miranda put her dog Bexley in this competition. So walk us through what's going on. Okay, so it's America's favorite pet competition. And I knew nothing about it except for I saw a post on Instagram one time. And it was like, hey, register your pet. And I was like, I mean, I just got a dog. I'll register him. And that sounds cool and um so i didn't think anything of it and and i've been asking people to vote on facebook because we're not going to pay for votes because we don't have any money (laughs) so that's great so tell us who bexley is like what what type of breed is your dog um he's a miniature golden doodle um i I, when i got a minute or when we got a miniature i think i was expecting like really little but that's more like toy and so he's like a little bit bigger than i was expecting but not not huge 
huge and I'm grateful because that's just, I don't, I can't do a big dog right now. Oh, so. no kidding. There's no doubt about it. Well, he looks like a big cuddly dog or like, or like a, a loaf he of is. bread cuddly dog. <laughs> yeah, he is so fluffy for oh, sure. That is great. Okay, so what is one of the best parts of Bexley that you go, this dog enriches my life because of this? Bexley is really, really sweet. Okay, backstory. I didn't want a dog, but my husband, he kind of was going through a little bit of depressing season and our kids really wanted one. And my husband had just ruptured his Achilles and I was like, oh, I can't handle I was like, I can't handle anything else. But then I was like, you know what? We're just going to do it because I was like, if I do it, I want this kind of dog because they're easy to train and they're so sweet. And sure enough, he is exactly that. Like, all he wants to do is cuddle. He's oh. a great listener. He's still kind of in that puppy face, so he wants to eat all of the things. Right. But you know what? He goes potty outside. Yay. He doesn't he have had any. I know. I know. And he is one of the smartest dogs we've ever had. And I'm really grateful for that part not making my life more stressful yes. so he's really he really is just all around like loves to play like i mean he's just he just is cuddly and oh. kind <laughs> so one of my best friends actually has a miniature golden doodle and he is like the biggest ball of energy. Does he have like a ton of energy? Yeah. And so I was like, I don't know if I should relate that to him just being a boy dog yeah. or still mm -hmm. kind of a puppy. But like they, I was like, I, you know, I was like, oh yeah, we'll take him for walks or whatever. But we just have been so busy that like poor guy. I mean, like he runs around in the backyard and he zooms around the house, but <laughs> he has a lot of energy for sure. Okay. So we got to vote for Bexley, America's favorite pet competition. How do we do that? On my Facebook, there's a link. So are you cool if we share your uh, link on our Facebook page? Oh, please do. That okay, would go. be awesome. <laughs> <Done>. Consider <laughs> sure. it done. We'll do it today. Yay. Thank you so much, you guys. Well, Miranda, you got to send us a message or give us a call and let us know how he does as we move forward, okay? Yes, for sure. I will. Thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> give Bexley a big old rub from us, okay? Okay. Thanks. Bye. Bye. All right, man. If you want to call and brag on your pet, it could be catfish. It doesn't matter. And we love our animals. The phone number is 888 K-L-T-Y as we head in. You know, you're only cool if your dog wins the national award. <laughs> That's how you know you've made it. Not you. Forget the promotion. Forget the raise. Bexley's going to be the best pet in America, maybe. Okay, I actually have a quick uh, chant for her. Okay. B-E-X-L-E-Y. Bexley, Bexley, he's your guy. Hey, yeah, you better go. All right, here we go. and Hudson Star taking the day off. Our friend Bexley, our four-legged furry friend, is in the running for America's favorite pet, and he's in Denton, Texas right now being a good boy. <laughs> so we want you to brag on your pet. Hi, good morning. Hi, this is Andrea from Azel. Um, I have to brag on my pet chicken. Yes, my pet chicken. I love her. Um, her name is Mater, compliments of my two-year-old. Um, she follows me everywhere. Um, and she even thinks that she's a pet that can come inside. So sometimes she follows me inside the house. And the other day I was getting something out of my car and she jumped on my back. So she's just so comfortable with, you know, me petting her and holding her. She is so sweet. Have a blessed day. Uh, you too, Adrian. That's great. You're, you're the mama hen, it, it feels like. That's so good. There is a, and we'll know one day, 
There is a connection, a human to animal connection that is the sweetest thing, even if it's a chicken. <laughs> Our friend lives in Denton and her name is Miranda and she has Bexley, the four-legged fur baby. Cute. <laughs> He's a cute dog. <laughs> Looks like a big loaf of bread. Mm. He is in the running for America's favorite pet. And so we were like, you know what? We love our pets so much. Mm. Bailey, you have Shiloh the dog? Yes. She is a cutie. She is a cutie. I've got Roxy the tornado dog. <laughs> <laughs> and we know you love your pet. Good morning. Oh my gosh. So I've got the most wonderful dog. Um, she is a pointer and her name is Spike. Um, she came to us like from some abandoned property one day as a puppy. And um, we weren't really ready for a dog at the time, but sure. she was just really cute. And turns out she was incredibly smart. Like, we didn't train her to be that way. She was just naturally like that. Um, she, like, can bring us our own shoes, like, each of our family, their own pair. Um, she could just, I guess, smell that good. Wow. She is so trainable. Like, I have this really cool video of her. Uh, she likes to jump, like, climb into my kids like playground court uh -huh. and fly down the slide oh that's so cute i actually used to have a pointer uh my parents actually surprised us one year for christmas no way yeah and her name was river she was like one of the best dogs oh they must be great dogs mm -hmm. that is so fun isn't it funny how like you weren't looking for your dog but God knew you needed that mm. that dog, that dog right there. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> because she was like, she. I had goats at the time and other animals, and she would help, like even herd the goats back into their pens wow. and put the chickens back into their pen. It took all the strength she had not to kill the chickens because she was a bird dog. <laughs> Pointers are bird dogs. Yeah, they are. <laughs> well, give her a belly rubbing from Bailey and Hudson. <laughs> I definitely will. Thank you so much, and you guys have a wonderful day. You too. We we love you. Thank you so much for calling. Thank you. Bye. Bye. It's Micah Tyler, you guys. Micah Tyler, everybody! Man. Uh, here. Good morning, sunshine. Hey, I, I'm here. I'm here to, to put in my job application <laughs> for anyone who has a science infection. I'm here to fill <laughs> well, in for good. them. You're in good luck. New star today. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm excited to be here, man. man it's, it's been a hot minute, dude, it's, since we've seen each other. It's been a little bit, for sure. So fill us in, man. I saw that you just celebrated 20 years with your bride. I did. Dude, we, we made it. We, we're, we're here. Yeah. We're still standing. We're stronger than no. It's man, I, high school sweetheart. Uh, yeah. We we met like we, we went to high school. We went to school together since third grade. Oh my gosh! Um, but yeah, our senior year of high school, November of that year, started dating, and that was twenty three and a half years ago. And so February was was Damn. twenty years. We got married when we were twenty years old because we could not wait to be poor as fast as possible. As fast as possible. <laughs> Let's just be young and poor and make this yeah. difficult quickly. And so, no, we started, we got married at 20. And now my son is a senior in high school. What does that feel like? Oh, gosh, I'm dying a little bit every yeah. day. No, no, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's so, it's it's everything. It is exciting and it's terrifying. And it is, yeah. it's it's like he played his last basketball game. He's been playing basketball since he was you know five years old. And we went and watched his little state tournament was last weekend and they, they got bounced out. And like, yeah. just knowing that when we're driving home, I was like, I won't see you put on a uniform and play basketball again. I mean, he could be one of those weird guys at the gym, but like, yeah. but, but at the same time, it's like, it, this is one of those, you know, it, there's just lots of little lasts, but there's also lots of firsts that we're looking forward to too and everything. Yeah. And so, you know, it's it's a mixture of first and last, which has been it's been really sweet and special. But yeah, it's got to be a roller coaster of emotions, man. You're like, all right, we've wait. Me and your mom have waited for you to fly, be free, but yeah. please don't go. Yeah, but I'm gonna grab his little feet on the way out. That's <laughs> yeah, it. That's, that's what it, it is. man.
But we got a lot to get to. I know you got new music. We're going to talk about all of this. But I see you have brought the axe in here. The guitar is only right now. Dude, you want to play a song? Yeah, let me grab a capo. That's yeah, like, grab a capo. Is- Man, so Micah Tyler, like he is, he's a Texas boy. He's down in Beaumont right now. He's been our friend for a very long time. And it's been a hot minute since we've had him here. So it's a treat for us to have him here in the studio. And, uh, brother, it's just good to see your face, man. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's like good. coming home. It, it, it really is. And I get to go home today. Which is like, even better. Because it's Texas. It's Texas based. I got a 45-minute flight <laughs> to Houston, then a two-hour drive back to my house. So I'm going to be on an airplane for less time than actually in my car. But you know what? I'm hanging out with you guys. And, you know, it's 43 right now. When you get home, it's going to be 96. I, yeah, I, just, I, I told the guy who I'm with here, so he's from Seattle, and he's like, yeah. is this what Texas weather is like? I was like, all you have to do is just wait, and it'll just be something different. It's going to just wait. Just wait. Be good. Well, what do you want to play for us, brother? You know what? This is the song that you guys just got through playing on the radio, yeah. and it was a number one song this year, which is like still insane to me. Yeah. Like we're putting our 10th single coming up, but like yeah. this was number nine. It was really fun and special because it's an opportunity for us just to praise God in the middle of where we are right now. So yeah. how about a little praise, Lord? Is that okay? Let, hey, let's, let's praise with Micah Tyler. Pull up a chair. You're in the coffee shop with Starlene and Hudson. Micah Tyler. And I remember when a long lost sinner met a good, good God. And I remember when my heart was broken, but now it's not. And I've tasted and I've seen You've been so good to me From the moment that you changed my life, God You never stop I'm gonna sing it And I'm gonna shout it And I'm gonna lift my hands and praise No matter what is gonna come my way All you done for me I'll give you the glory Starts rising till the sun goes down. Sun goes down. Million <laughs> mercies, I can feel them now. Hey, and I've tasted and I've seen you've been so good to me. Got a melody inside my heart. Oh, it's a sweet, sweet sound, and I'm gonna sing it. I'm gonna shout it. And when the devil comes, try to get me, gonna pray. 
And the devil come try to get me Gonna praise the Lord Now that is how you do Wednesday Brother, That's good stuff, man Oh my goodness you Put a little praise in your mouth as you start Wednesday this morning Hey, listen, there, there is something to that, too. If you wake up and you're like, oh, I got to do this, and oh, my goodness, my world's falling apart, yeah, that's how your day's going to be. But if you wake up and you have a praise on your mouth, man, praise on your tongue, yeah. it's going to change the day. The thing is, we, we didn't ask for the breath that's inside your, inside your lungs right now. Mm. But I heard Lou Giglio had a quote that just said, worship is giving God his breath back. He put oh. breath inside of us so that we could offer it back to him. And how we use that breath is an opportunity for us to either praise him, mm. to hide fear. So today... I just want to praise God with the breath that's inside of my lungs. And hopefully we've got some friends out there in Dallas who are joining me with that right now. Absolutely. Can you stick around for a little bit? I'm hanging, man. Hey, there's a song that's not been played yet. We're going to play it right now, coming up in about five or ten minutes with Micah Tyler. Brand new. We have a friend who who knows that in his heart. He'll never fail you. Micah, you go all around the world, man, and just you're singing the good news, brother. Yeah. Trying to. That's a pretty cool job. <laughs> it, it, it's it, You know, in the last year, I've been everywhere from Southeast Texas to Rome, Italy. I got to sing in the Vatican last year, which was just crazy, crazy, crazy. What is that like? I mean, you know, knowing that you're walking through some of the same streets that, you know, the disciples walked through. That we saw the place where they thought that Paul was put on trial. Like we got to stand there and stuff. Walking into St. Peter's Basilica is still one of the craziest experiences you know, for the you can go sometimes. You can go to a museum and see gold behind a, a glass case or something. You're going, man. There's poor people outside. If you could just melt this down and use it for something or whatever. But walking in there and seeing like Da Vinci had carved things out, Michelangelo had painted things there, and I'm going, okay, these guys are doing the same thing I'm doing, which is trying to make something beautiful to honor the Lord, and they devoted it to the church. And so like just getting a walk through like pretty hallowed grounds from like not only like just great men, but also knowing that like Jesus' ministry stretched throughout this where the church kind of started and everything. So it was, it was really, really sweet. Wild, but also man. I get to go to Southeast Texas and see where gumbo's made. So that's, come on. you know, it's a, it's a mixture of both things for me. Man, you're doubly blessed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, someone's listening right now. They're an electrician or maybe mom just dropped her kids off at school like 30 minutes ago. And dude, it, it's a hard, it's just a hard time right now. Inflation's like beating us up and everyone's a little stretched. Um, and their faith may be a little stretched. I know this song that we're about to play. It's never been on radio yet. People mm. like us. This song is probably for them. Yeah. You, you know, if you look at Jesus's ministry, um, there's at least 27 times. Someone's story is told about their life-changing encounter of when they met Jesus. They walked up as one thing. They left as something completely different. And one little detail got left out of all the stories. We never learned their names. We never got, and we still call them by their past, by what they used to be. We call her the woman at the well, mm. even though she got up completely redeemed and restored. We call them blind men. They've been healed. They can see. We still call that joker the thief on the cross. He's been with Jesus for like 2,000 years ago last Easter, right? right? But I meet people everywhere that I go, whether it is Rome, Italy, or whether it is Buna, Texas, they feel like they're always going to be known by what they used to be. But the thing about it is it's, it's not about who we can be on our own. It's not how good we can put ourselves together. But at the end of the day, it is the great love of God mm. that redeems and changes and restores. And so whether you are listening and you're having a hard time right now, whether you're having a good day right now, no matter where you are on the valley or the mountain right now, the Bible says this, that God demonstrates his great love for us in this way, that while we were still sinners, that's when Christ died for us. So it's not about your goodness. It's not about... It is about his goodness today. So I wanted to write a song that just gave us an opportunity, no matter what you're walking through, um, there's an opportunity to point back towards a great love that conquers all, that calls us to more, um, and that and that allows us and invites us to walk alongside of the greatest person we could be walking alongside of. Mm. 
Mm, it's a gift for us all today. This is the first time it's ever been on the radio. So here we go. People like us from our friend Micah Tyler. We hope that you unwrap this present, put it in your lap. It's a good one, friend. On KLTY. All right, all right, man. Lead on, good shepherd. I'll take that today. Hey, uh, Bailey, as we mm-hmm. go through the day and the week, sometimes those intrusive thoughts, they want to plant and they want to take root in our mind. Yeah. Man, if you don't de-weed, man, mm. they're going to grow up, right? Yeah. Hey, check this out. This is on how to overcome intrusive thoughts. If you want to stop an intrusive thought right when it begins, start by speaking what is true instead. 2 Corinthians 10.5 tells us to take every thought captive and make it obedient to Christ. Because you can't speak what is true and believe a lie at the same time. And our words have power. What we declare is what matters. Because when we declare it, we are acting in faith. And that stops an intrusive thought. And so today, as we start Wednesday, I want to declare... Wherever he is bringing you, he has already planned it out and he is already with you. Wow, that's so good. I love how she made it positive too, instead of like, okay, just stop thinking that. She combated it with positivity. That's right. Think positive thoughts instead, and then you'll forget about your negative thoughts. That's right. When when let it go only goes so far. Mm. (laughs) Right? Exactly. (laughs) Hey, so here's the thing. We love you today. Uh, it's Starlene and Hudson in the morning. All right, before you walk out the door, a little more hairspray. Get, get that Aquanet rolling, man. It's like the 80s. You're going to need it. 35-mile-an-hour winds. Good grief. All right, uh, right now, some truth for your life as we start Wednesday. The three truths with number one, clarity preserves all relationships. If clear communication is not reciprocated, there's an agenda bigger than you. So you have got to keep your peace your patience, and walk hand-in-hand with the peacemaker. Number two, it's been my experience that life seldom goes in that linear motion. It's filled with twists and turns and a lot of broken clocks. Surrender your anxious heart this morning and your timeline to the God who's always on time. Which takes us to number three. It says in the Bible 365 times to not be afraid, and it blows my mind that he knew we needed that every day. So take that today. 94.9 KLTY. Uh, it's Darlene and Hudson. Start taking the day off. Bailey, producer Bailey's in here holding it down. Um, Bailey, I was on, I was a paramedic on the ambulance in Dallas County for mm-hmm. over 10 years. Yeah. And so, you know, big, big city, big county. Mm-hmm. You can imagine the interventions and, and the wild ride it was. Yes. Uh, we've done super, super aggressive interventions and it's awesome when it works. But some of the best intervention I ever had on the ambulance was when my patient was stable and I just held her hand. Yeah. And if they'd allow me to pray, I would pray mm-hmm. and uh, we would transfer care. And those are some of the calls that I'll never forget. Wow. And when I saw this, I went, you know, when I transition out of emergency first response, I think I want to do this. Really? There are so many hospitals in North Texas in the NICU where volunteers can go hold babies. And so a lot of these babies um, that, they, that they're allowed to hold mm-hmm. are premature. And what science has showed us, when people, it doesn't have to be their mother, it doesn't have to be their father, but when a volunteer with love holds that baby and rocks that baby, it speeds up their neurological development, it helps that baby gain weight, and it um, helps, helps them... What's the word I'm looking for? Like, get used to the world. Yeah. And sleep Transition more soundly. Transition into yeah. 
being in the world. Being human. Mm-hmm. Here, we, here we are. <laughs> and so I, I'm reading this article and I'm, I'm just so touched. One of the volunteers says, I want the babies to be certain that since they were born, they've been loved and accepted. It's amazing how valiant they are. That they have such a desire to live because they're premature babies. Mm-hmm. And this is Irma Castro who's saying this. She was a public school teacher and retired. And she goes, this is this is my calling now to hold these babies. And I go, that is wonderful. And it's backed by science, how the baby thrives. But let's go to the adults in our life and the young people in our life. I think a human hug and a human touch does the same thing. It lets that person know that they are loved and they are accepted for where they are. That's so true. So, girl, as, as we go throughout the day, and you and I have a busy week ahead of us, I think that we could be the hands and feet of Jesus with human touch mm-hmm. and a hug yeah, and an encouraging word. Wow. And it's so true. We were made to be held. And yeah. you know what? Every day, even if you don't have somebody you can hug, you're being held by the Creator right now. You're in His hands. And this is 94.9 KLTY. This is the Starlene and Hudson podcast. Check us out live every Monday through Friday on 94.9 KLTY. And wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.